Welcome to episode 3 of Field Notes. Have you ever opened a letter? I am not talking about spam or bills, but a real letter. One that comes with a stamp from another state, from another country. It has been years since I got one of those myself. The last one came from a gentleman who was kind enough to send me a moleskin back when there were these rare European notebooks that only a few office supply junkies knew about. Then came the email and all went straight down to hell. Man, emails screwed things up for everyone. People used to send out those not long ago. They were a good substitute for letters, I suppose. But even emails are destined to disappear with the advent of social media's face gods. Now there are no really good ways of reaching out to people. Anyway, I bring this up because of the number of letters H.P. Lovecraft wrote during his lifetime. If you don't know who he was, get away from this podcast, I don't want you here. Lovecraft wrote, I mean, no one knows the exact number, but still, it is estimated he wrote around 100,000 letters throughout his lifetime. Did you get that? No, that wasn't my thick Argentinian accent. It wasn't a mistake either, he wrote close to 100,000 letters, some by hand. Now, one would be inclined to think, given the age and times we live in, that those were maybe short letters, a couple of sentences long, perhaps a paragraph or two. Wrong. The letters Lovecraft wrote went on for pages and pages on topics as diverse as history, politics, religion and geography. If we were to combine the text of every email we wrote in our lifetimes, it wouldn't fill half of one of his letters. The man had a lot to say, and I mean a lot. Bradbury used to write letters too, I am not sure how many he wrote, because his letters have not yet been published like Lovecraft's. See, there is a fantastic collection exchange between Lovecraft and Robert E. Howard, I think I already mentioned this. It is by Hippocampus Press. But the letters Bradbury sent were different and are the main inspiration behind what I'm going to talk about next. His letters had the most terrific collection of letterheads ever printed. They were simply beautiful works of art. Each time he picked a new batch from the printer, he had these fabulous and exciting letterheads designed for him. One of the most famous showed a section throughout the Soan Museum. It was blue and black and again it was a beautiful thing to look at. The details were outstanding for a letterhead and I can actually say that with authority because besides being a writer, I'm also a designer. When most people think about letterheads, they think of logos, but Bradbury took it to another level. He made sure you never forgot he sent you a letter. It was such a clever move for the writer, such a clever move. I am convinced that part of his success when reaching out to people, at least at that stage of his career, was 
thanks to these letterheads. He had a few teams going on over the years. I remember one having a watercolor from his upcoming film, The Illustrated Man. Great movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it yet, go find it right now. I'm going to talk about it and about something wicked this way comes, a Disney movie based on one of his books sometime in the future. But, man, when I discovered Ray's letters, his letterheads, it moved me. It really did. The spark ignited. I had to have my own. I simply had to. But the problem is no one reads letters anymore. And since no one reads letters anymore, you won't be able to find people's addresses as easily as you would back in the days. I guess that one could ask for someone's mailing address, but unless that person owns a PO box or has an office, it is usually a home address, and that's not something most people would hand over to strangers. I mean, we are talking about first impressions here. Writing a letter to someone who you never had any contact before, that sort of thing. Could you be so kind to give me your home address? I intend to surprise you. Nah, that sounds suspicious as hell. So you are stuck with emails and no one reads those either. You could of course add your letterhead to an email, which I did. It isn't the same, looks boring. That was phase one of this project I'm talking about, but anyway, you end up to the dark whims of software developers if you go down that route. And thanks to unsolicited advertising or spam for those of us who speak internet, images are now more likely not to load. If they do load, they almost always require the other person to agree on downloading the image to the computer before, you know, actually seeing it. That's backwards from what we want. Where's the surprise on that? It is stupid and it forces people to take a huge risk. By opening images on an email from someone they don't know they are risking getting infected with something, a virus, a ransom software, who knows. The danger grows exponentially by the numbers of times Nigerian prince Bakarak Tunde has failed at his endless attempt of making each one of us into his witch hair. Then there is the spam folder itself. If you send out an email with an image attached, there is a big chance that it will end up being tossed in there anyway if you haven't previously had a conversation with this person. And don't get me started with international mailing rates if by a chance you think on sending the letter the old-fashioned way. In some countries, it is literally less expensive to take a plane and deliver the letter yourself. So what choice is left for someone who wants to experience the joy and the benefits of sending out letters? A bottle, a pigeon, 
could be. For me, the answer was, like with many issues I have come across, halfway between the problem and the limitation imposed upon us. You know, like that bald kid in the Matrix said, you can't bend the spoon, that's impossible. The only way to bend the spoon is to realize that there is no spoon in the first place. Well, the same applies here. I wrote my own app to send out letters. What else could I do? This is how it works. I write my letter in an online form that lives on my own web server, pretty much like you would write an email. Once I'm through, my app grabs the text from the browser window and converts each character to a scanned version I previously typed on my Smith Corona electrical typewriter. Then it will add my signature at the bottom of the page randomly. I have like 20 different versions of my signature. It is the same signature, but in order to capture all the little variations and nuances that happen when a person signs a piece of paper, I have around 20-25 signatures on file. Once the signature has been added, the program will convert the entire thing into a PDF. What I end up with is a version of my letter as if I had typed it on my sweet Corona typewriter, signed it by hand, letterhead and all. At the moment of this recording, the letterhead on my letter shows the Nautilus blueprint from the 1954 film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea by Walt Disney. In the same shade of blue, the section of the Solan Museum on Ray Bradbury's letter was. Why PDF? Well, bureaucrats from governments, banks and large corporations send out PDFs on a daily basis. I'm just willing to bet a steak dinner that email servers are a little more permissive when they see one of those attached to an email. So far my guess appears to be correct. I have been sending out letters, or PDF letters, with my own letterhead non-stop since I code this little app. The best part is people love them. Everyone I have sent a PDF letter writes back to me almost within the hour. It adds a unique personal touch, something we can get from sending out a video or voice message. In the future, I plan to publish several books with my collected letters and the letterheads I have chosen for each year. It is a shame that the Center for Ray Bradbury Studies is not scanning all those wonderful letters he sent. They should make those available to the public. I am thankfully, of course, that we have the letters of Robert E. Howard, H.P. Lovecraft, Helene Hanf, and C.S. Lewis, among others. But I still think we need a book of Lovecraft letters. <laughs>